If you want to listen to this episode or any of our episodes ad-free, you can do that now. Head on over to Patreon. Click on the ad-free level. You get all of our bonus shows that you've been hearing so much about. Plus, every single day, Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, and Friday, you can listen to this episode or any of our other episodes at the same time, ad-free, over on Patreon. everyone. This is David. Welcome back behind the velvet rope and happy holidays. Merry Christmas. Happy New Year. Happy Hanukkah, Kwanzaa, everything else. We are joined today back by the one and only Miss Taylor Ferber. What is up behind the velvet rope yet again? Oh, I'm so excited. You have the best listeners, by the way, like these people, they will, they are riding, dying for their David. I love it. Did they, so you were on for everyone who isn't on our Patreon, which is not, I mean, most people are on our Patreon. We had you on twice on Patreon. The first time to talk about you bonding with Erica Jane over older men back in the day when you were a Mm -hmm. red carpet reporter and a reporter, you interviewed Erica many times and you bonded with her because you had an older man and she was giving you advice. And then we also talked about you getting hit on by Tom Girardi. Yeah, the whole, this is like, this entire story is like the cat that lives seven lives. It just keeps coming back. And who would have thought when I bonded with her about our older man stitch going on, it would come back, you know, all these years later. And it was so fun to talk about it. But I have to say, because we're going to be talking today about the last year in pop culture things, like we could take it or leave it. And don't you think, David, that is something like I could take it and I could definitely leave it. I'm over it. We've had it. We've seen it done. Here's my thing. And yeah, thank you for, did, I mean, as far as my listeners, your, your praise of them, did they reach out to you after you were on Patreon for this double episode? It's just saying like, they loved you and like showing you some love. Yes. I felt, so, I was like, oh my, definitely. Well, listen, I, I live for my listeners, really. I mean, um, so here's the thing about the Erica, and right, we'll get into it in a second about like taking it or leaving it. I feel that I, it's something I am thankful for as we review the year and only in the selfish sense that A, I would never wish harm upon anyone. Really, I'm not that person. I'm very happy in life. And B, it just gave like, my listeners so much to listen to. Like I started doing these reviews of Beverly Hills with Catherine Edwards and just Erica Jane gave all me and like all these listeners hours and hours and hours of just something to talk about. <coughs> so, I, so I'm, excuse me. So I'm like happy in that sense. I'm thankful for it, you know, but I do agree. I held off on talking about it for a long time. I was like, I don't want to talk about this is what everyone's talking about. And then, so it's like, I, I really could take it or leave it like you say, but I'm thankful for it in the sense that it, these listeners ate every minute of it up. And especially when Catherine came into the mix, she's like everyone's favorite guest. I know, I know. And it's kind of perfect timing because it's fizzled out. It's going to be a new year. You know, it's time to move on. Tom Girardi is over there. Like I, he is shriveling away. He's got like a black. I don't know what is going on over there. So I say 
you know, we put our pretty mess best foot forward and keep it like it's yeah, this story has it's it's had its day. And I mean, I've talked about this, I don't know on what show, but recently, like, I really believe Erica will get a light edit this past season, this next season. I really do. I mean, look, they're not going to ignore developments and stuff that's going on in her life, but I'm telling you, it's not coming back the same. There's not going to have a whole nother season of this. It's going to be about Kathy and Dorit's home invasion and everything. And like, I think they're going to, I think they're going to be kind to Erica. And then it's like, no, 99% of these listeners are not going to then be team Erica. Yay. Let's forget about victims. But I wonder if certain people are going to be swayed by the end of next season, the way everyone's swayed from season to season. And I think it, I don't know, it's going to be, I don't even want to predict. It's, I think there might be more Erica fans in the house. Not many. It's not going to go from like 1% fan to like 90. But I think, I wonder if this type of edit is going to slow, is going to like push her along. Do you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Yeah. And you know, what's funny. You reminded me with Dorit's again, would it like you, you know, would it wish anything on these ladies or anyone? However, it's funny because I heard whisperings that Dory, they were, they were kind of like, girl, you know, you got to spice up your life because otherwise you're going to get the boot. Like you got to bring, you know how they are. They're hardcore. They're like, you got to bring it. And so, you know, awful and horrible would happen, but what a little gift because now there you go, Dory. That is your president to for a storyline for next season. So who would have thought? And the way that these women think, like knowing so many of them, it really yeah. is like if people think we're being harsh, it's not. I mean, I've had many housewives say things to me like, you know, I'm not going to do it now. I'm going to save it for filming or like I need to oh, think yeah. of my storyline. So it's like, Right. Like we don't wish this upon anyone. I'm sure Dorit is not thrilled that this happened. I mean, rumor is she has PTSD and it's like a horrible thing. Right. But I don't buy that. Not a, you're telling me there's not even 1% of you that's happy that this is not a storyline. Give me a break. We're just being honest, guys. Don't come for uh, us. We're just, yes. you want to listen to all the other fucking podcasts out there that just no. like, oh, I'm telling you how people think here. This is real. Yeah. And She's like happy. David, She's happy. There's a part of her which is happy, <laughs> as is PK. And this is like a storyline. And you, you can't tell me you're not happy. It already happened. So you can't yeah. reverse it. There is a part of you that's happy. I don't care what you say. And you, you would choose the box not to have it happen if you had a choice. But there's got to be part of you that's thrilled. Sorry. Listen, Beverly Beach was not cutting it. And David and I, we have been with these people around near on their laps. Like we know how they work. And listen, they have the boobs. They have the Botox, the plump lips, but they're no dummies. Okay. Like they're calculated. So. And Dorit doesn't want to lose her job. And <laughs> No. I mean, the latest rumor, which I don't know if this is true, because this really is, but like the latest rumor going around is like, Sutton and Crystal are in danger of losing their diamond. Still being oh. friends of, still being friends of, but Sutton was like, you know, she brought mm-hmm. it against Erica. And now that that's not really going to be a thing because we're not going down this fast. Right. Like road. what's, yeah. There's, I mean, this is just, I think Sutton has so much she could offer. And look, Crystal wasn't the most interesting to a lot of people. You know, but I know. so I mean, it's possible. And Kathy Hilton just signed. So I don't, I doubt it was $2 million, but I mean, look in your second season to even get a million or whatever it is, Kathy held out. And it's like, she's smart. Wait, like the train is moving. And now wait, if you are having issues with Crystal and, and, and Sutton and you're like, what are we going to do? 
I mean, and everyone wants Kathy mm-hmm. back. I mean, I, I'm, you like heard it here first. I think they might make Kathy a housewife if she, I mean, th- whatever they paid her to get her, it's now something. It's not a joke anymore. So I think if yeah. they get enough Kathy footage, they might go that route, especially if they demote one of the other two. But I, she's also coming in late. So I don't know how the editing is going to go. And But you know, all the production is shut down also because Erica Garcelle and Rinna, I think, have COVID. Oh, Jesus. I didn't know that. I think it's Rinna. So it's like that helps her. <laughs> that helps Kathy's case. Like she can now settle in and get into it, you know? And it's also, you know, you can never really judge somebody by their first season because I mean, look, take, you know, Crystal, again, I could take it or leave it, but Dory, if you remember first season, what a bore snooze fest. And now it's like, we are living on a prayer to hear that, you know, mishmash accent any chance we can get. So, you know, I feel like it takes a little bit to get them out of their shells as far as Kathy. Yeah. It's like, you know, Elon Musk works hard, but this bitch works hard. Like she is moving and shaking. You know, she is not gonna she knows she knows she's gonna get a little pretty penny if she goes what a baller to be Kathy Hill yeah want to do the show for years and then only do it because you can't travel to Italy because of COVID and you're bored <laughs> and like you might as well do it and then to be like I just don't want to come back and yeah she was busy with Paris's wedding and whatever but give me a break and then to be like I'm really and like this isn't like a negotiation where they're like you know okay Dory like you want you know this much more the here's your salary take it or leave it Kathy was really like I you can take it I'm gonna leave it like I, I don't care Oh, I, I know. I, I know. really Boss truly bitch. don't care, right? Hustler, hustler, hustler. So yep. we are going to talk about what we're thankful for this year in pop culture and in Bravo. You guys DM me, tell me what you're thankful for. But since this is a holiday special, we need to talk about last night I attended the one, the only Countess Luand, Delicepse's newly revised cabaret a very Countess Christmas. So we're going to give a little review for the people listening at home for everyone who hasn't listened to this yet. Well, here's what's fun. I feel like we're going to do a little bit of, dare I say, role play. It's like, you're normally asking the questions on your show, but David, I have some cues for you about this whole scenario because I, you know, like you said, I'm a veteran red carpet reporter in LA. I have been to every housewives, you know, real housewives been under the sun. And I know all the shit that goes on behind the scenes. So I'm excited to re- do a little role reversal and, you know, get into it of what happened last night. You can ask me anything that you want. So now, so you've never seen any of the other incarnations of the Countess's show. I have not. And that, that's no. okay. I, most of my interactions, because I was based in LA or with the um, Beverly Hills housewives. That's what I thought. But, but that's okay. Well, we're here's gonna, the We're going to give them the experience. Like they were there, you know, on her piano doing it. Let's just start with a couple of facts. Now I have seen <laughs> the countesses. So the countess before COVID had a show, you know, Countess Loan and Friends. At the holidays, she did change it to a Christmas show. So I have seen Miss Dillisepse's show prior to being on Behind the Velvet Rope as the host, prior to everything in this world. 
975,000 million times. I have been to her show, Christmas, non-Christmas. I've supported Luann because Luann, at the end of the day, I have said it. Listen, Luann has been on my podcast twice and Luann does not do podcasts, period, the end. And that is because, I mean, she's just appreciates the fact that I was there, you know, I'm not saying like, she's like, Luann is about Luann. Let's not get, it's not like, but (laughs) she's, Luann is, I've said it before, really the real deal. She is so gracious. And whether that is fake or put on, does it matter? She knows it's a real thing. Count Mm -hmm. class with a countess. Like when she, she just is appropriate. She makes you feel like she remembers things. And so Luann is, I mean, for anyone out there that's saying anything bad about Luann, I'd like to know what was your experience yeah. and why, because she is wonderful, really. And I, trust me, I'm not just saying that. I'm, I mean, we could talk about Ramona and Sonia if you want, and we're not going to be talking about wonderful things. So it's not like I'm kissing every ass here. Luann is wonderful. You know what though, what you're saying, and we talked about this in our collab, but aren't all successful celebs like that? You know, yeah. yes, they're egomaniacs. Like, yes, they love nothing more than passing a mirror. But, you know, the real ones are the ones who, like you say, are appreciative, self-aware, you know, of the people who support them and the journalists, the po- whatever it is. So that's what I, you know, like, housewife or not. And like, not for nothing. Right. And that's how I would be if I were like in low Totally. Like on a much yeah. smaller, smaller scale. I mean, that's how I am now. Like I get calls yeah. for fucking favors interview this one to, you know, and like, look, I mean, I've started to learn to say no more just because like, but I, that's the business. You just, I do favors, you know, like, oh wait, you were good to me like a year ago. Like, I don't forget that. That's fine. I'll interview your person or whatever. You just got to do it. So when this came around, Luann was on my show once she came back on the show. Really? She came back to talk, but she wanted to promote the cabaret. I'm like, Luann, whatever you want. Like the listeners are thrilled to hear from you. So then she was like, will you come to my show? And listen, when the countess wants you somewhere, you go. It's very simple. You do not say no to the countess. So I will admit going in, I was like, I wasn't excited, but I wasn't not excited, but I also wasn't so sure if I was going to go. Let's just put that out there. So she was playing a bunch of dates at 54 below where she started. She kept adding a date. Oh, and that, let me just back up and say one more thing. Like I predict the future of Roni, which is a whole nother show. Like I predict these things that Erica's going to get a good edit. I feel like I'm normally right because no ego. I just, I'm not, there's no emotion. I'm just thinking like a business person. I really said, listen, Luann's show before COVID sold out all over. This shit started in New York small and went all over the world. I saw I mean, that. And not I even saw. Wrong. Right. She sold out yeah. like Oklahoma and this and that. Yeah. I was like, listen, the ratings for Roni are down. We've had a major COVID. Does anyone care? That's really what I thought because hasn't everyone seen Countess's cabaret that wanted to see it? She was on the road for like two years. When we saw on the show, there was a poster and people ran up and Bethany had something. I was like, hasn't everyone seen it? Is anyone really that excited to go run to these shows? I wasn't trying to trim my notes about it. 
Oh, no, 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 no. I'll admit it. As important as it is for me to eat healthy and put the right nutrients into my body and hydrate, I'm really not great at it. I'm always on the go. I'm never making that a priority, and I'm always hungry. This was a real problem until I discovered 310 Nutrition. I love 310 Nutrition's water hydrators. You just add them to water, and they make your water taste so much better. They also have refreshing lemonade mixes. My personal favorite, they're all-in-one shakes. I love their caramel sundae. Their vanilla cake, the shamrock cream. I drink one of these shakes and it totally satisfies my hunger. They're low in fat and low carbs, which I love. They also satisfy my carb craving. But don't take my word for it. Right now, 310 is celebrating a new year of goals with code VELVETROPE and giving our listeners 50% off up to $100 off your first order. With so many sample packs, new products, it's really fun and it's easy to put together an order or start a subscription on products you know you'll use. Go to 310nutrition.com and use the code VELVETROPE right now for 50% up to $100 for your first order. That's 310nutrition.com and use code VELVETROPE. This shit sold out. I think she did like, oh. she added the shit sold out within seconds. Let me tell you, there are, and this isn't like Luann blowing smoke up her own ass. I saw on Instagram or there were people from Scotland, Texas, <gasps> people came from all over the world. They're like, York. I spent my life savings yeah. to see the countess, you know, I actually was thinking, yes, I was thinking about this and I thought, you know, someone who isn't so well-versed in the housewives world might think, you know, it's kind of cheesy. Is it just because they have a thing on housewives? Like as someone who likes entertainment or theater or Broadway, would I really like it? And I have to say, I was looking at some reviews and this shit seems pretty legit. People like it's getting great reviews. People are saying it is legitimate. So I'm just saying, you know, don't knock a housewife in the hustle, bitch, because really it seems like the real deal. And listen, for everyone who didn't get to see it, I mean, Luann, she's some places throughout the rest of the month, like Florida, but then she's coming back in 2022 with a non-Christmas show. There was so I'm like, maybe I'll go again. There's going to be a whole now Countess tour, like non-Christmas. So well, that's coming, let, people. Let me ask you this, David, because you're you're not just anybody. You know, you're not Joe Schmo from, you know, Arkansas going to see Luann. Like you are, you know, you guys are basically over here having martinis together. So were you, did you get any like behind the scenes experience? Were you backstage or did you just go as a, you know, spectator? Okay, well, first of all, honey, I always go backstage. This is behind the velvet robe. I'd expect nothing exactly. I mean, these people wouldn't be listening unless I could bring something extra. Thank you. But so here's the thing. Let's get like, this is going to be the show. Guys, it's holidays. Let's just shout everyone out today. Luann didn't pay me to say she's having a tour next year, but she is. You're welcome, Luann. You better come back on my show. But so my friend, Robert Bannon, will give him a shout out. He is a singer himself. Everyone should follow him on Instagram, Robert Bannon. So he has performed himself at 50. 54 below. We actually are friends and we met through Margaret Joseph's, believe it or not, just friends. So <laughs> he was like, when it kind of came around, he was like, okay, well, I also want to go see Luann. And I'm like, you do? And he performs at 54 below. And then I'm like, okay. So then I was so busy this year, dedicated to these lovely people listening. I blew this yes. request of my friends off forever. Forever and ever and ever and ever. And then finally, I'm like, okay, well, the month is here. It is not as busy at work. Let me focus. I was like, shit, this shit is not easy to get into. And like, 
we had a call to, you know, Luann, let's involve everyone now with all my favors that everyone owes me. And so we were able to get into like the fact that a friend of mine was like, no, I really, and by the way, let me drop a footnote. Robert Bannon, who performs at 54 Below, does not watch The Housewives. He met Margaret because he's going to be on New Jersey because he's a singer and he sings at Margaret's Pride event in this upcoming year and at Mart Senior's 75th birthday party, both of which will be on the new season of Ari, Joe, and Jay. So that's how we met through Margaret. And so like, he does not know Housewives. He just knows Margaret as a person. He understands what Jersey is, like he's watched it, but like he knew who the Countess was, but he doesn't, he's not up on like, is a Ramona, right. is a Ramona. So I'm like, okay, but if you want to go and like, you listen, I mean, it's 54 below. If you've never been there, it's like a, it's like a dinner. I haven't. You get your drink. And I'm like, look, you don't need to twist my arm to like go and have like cocktails. So I'm like, okay, now I have a friend who wants to go. Okay, fine. We're going. So then it was like a whole crisis of like, shit. Luann's like, I mean, honey, this is like, I'm Luann. Like you gotta, why didn't you tell me this two months ago? I'm like, all right, it all worked out. We, we like went. So then when we get there, I'm like, okay, I'm feeling it. I'm getting excited. Now we sat with some, now, you know, of course, what also happens when I go to these Bravo events is there are people there also that are into behind the velvet robe. So there are people then that are like, oh my God, are you David? And blah, blah, blah. And my friend Robert's like, this is like, I mean, he knew that I was in this world, but he's like, this is ridiculous. Like people want a picture with you. I'm like, ah. I don't know. I'm like, just get over it. Like, let's just, you know, listen. So there's You're like, that. Yeah. <laughs> But then I'm like, okay, I mean, really, no, but not right now. We sat with these lovely two people, this lovely woman and this gentleman named Mark. So I was more into the gentleman. I mean, she was lovely, but I was, you know, this guy was kind of cute. So I was more focused on, you know, because like they they see you with other people, like if you're only two. Right. So we met this lovely couple, like, and they were just friends, and this guy was kind of cute. Um, We've texted, but let's ah. not get into that because it's just 20, not even 24 hours later. But Luann matchmaking, who knew? Right. No. So then they, we were talking and they were like, we hear you talking, we're over, over listening. So I'm like, oh, well, here's the deal. I'm, you know, the podcast, like download it now, please leave a review. I'm like, I'm always in sales mode. So it was fun. So like, listen, then we look around and who's there in the audience, Miss Leah McSweeney from Real Housewives of New York. Yep. That She's was going to be my other question. Other housewives in attendance. Yes. Ramona. So, so far Ramona has gone. I mean, it, it's, it's, it's over now. The 54 one is Ramona attended. This doesn't shock me. Ramona attended one night and last night was closing night and Leah went. The others didn't go, which doesn't shock me. I mean, Sonia doesn't really show up for things. Ebony, you- and Le- Ebony and Luann. I mean, I'm not speaking out of school or not speaking. They don't speak. And then that's everybody. So I mean, Leah and Ramona it's, went. It's interesting because when I was a reporter for Us Weekly, and I'm sure you just do this naturally, but I, they would ask me when I would be at events like this, you know, say there was like a beef with Kyle and LVP, right? What was LVP drinking? How did she look at Kyle? What did she do? You know, how did she react when Kyle said this? All that. Literally, I would have to report on all that. See how they were reacting, what they were doing, you know, how they responded, if they were into it, what they were drinking. And I'm sure, you know, I know that they, you know, there was one person there, but I'm sure you had your your little eye out. See what's going on there. These listeners, when this show started, it started before we were the five day a week interview show. This show started as like Wendy Williams. It was more like 
you can go out with me at night and we can have a great time. We can be best friends, but I will talk about you the next day <laughs> on the air. And that's forewarned. So listen, your sister over here behind the velvet rope might seem like she's in her own world, but I notice everything out of the corner yeah, of yeah, my yeah. eye. So Miss Miss McSweeney sat with the mask on for a while. I'm like, is she really trying to play the I don't want people to notice me like angle? Because I'm not buying that. People did eventually start. She was alone for a, a while. Mm-hmm. She people eventually not. It wasn't a huge like uproar because I really think a lot of people didn't recognize her. Certain people were going up asking for their picture. She gave them what they wanted. I explained to this lovely gentleman that I was flirting with in his woman friend. I'm like, everyone stay calm, <laughs> stay calm. That's Leah. I know. So, I mean, that is the other thing too, that like I try to explain to my friend of like, it, I don't go, you know, I, listen, I understand the people there are going to go crazy because they've never seen Leah before. They've never seen Lauren. So I get it. Like I get that Bravo fandom, you know, like right, I was at BravoCon, right. but I'm just like, it's oh, not yeah. me. Like I'm, so I'm just like, everyone stay calm, but I will share with yeah. you that Leah's over there. They're trying to take a okay. picture with like Leah in the background. I'm like, mm-hmm. we can just go talk to Leah. Like, I, I mean, if you want a picture, no, no, no. Okay. Some people are shy. So Luann. I've done that when I brought friends to red carpets and events too. Yeah. They're like trying to sneak a selfie. And I'm like, we can go talk to Rob Pattinson. Like he, he's sitting right there. It's not a big deal. Right. It's so funny. get what you want. So I was like, okay, so <laughs> go after it. Let me tell you, I now, I think by the time the show started, I only had one martini. So I was pretty together. So here I was with my, like, I don't know this. I've seen the show so many times. Oh no, no. The minute the Countess came out, I was like, I was like, all that. I was like, wait, <laughs> David, like you are not too cool for school. I was like, there, I like, oh my God. It was like, I was seeing the show for the first time. Ah! Now, yes, totally. Now I have to say this show is completely, complete. Like Luann used to say to me back in the day, like, darling, like, are you bored? And I'm like, no, like, cause, but I mean, you know, I was a little bored. This, so, you know, but a whole different show, whole new show. Like it's nothing, like all different songs. How would you just, how would you I mean, describe it to people who are like, you like, would you describe it as like a little bit of this show mixed with a little bit of this? You know what I mean? I mean? Look, she sings her hits, but in between the hits, she'll sing classic songs, which you guys know. Christmas Here's, songs. Well, not just Christmas songs, other songs too. Like she used to do Fever, and she oh, does, cute, cute. she plays the okay. bongo. So look, it's, it's just kind of what you think. There are outfit changes. There are Giovanni outfit changes. Luann, there's, there's video mod. So when she is off the stage now, she told this on my podcast when she used to have friends that did a song, but direct quote from Luann when she was on my podcast two weeks ago, nobody pays attention when I'm off the stage. They all check their phone. So I've decided it's just going to be me. So now when she's off the stage doing a costume change, it's like, there's a video montage of like, of her Bethany (laughs) or yeah, actually of like Bethany, (laughs) like saying like, Oh, like life is not a cabaret. And like, they show her looking at her own picture. And so it's like highlights. And look, you don't think people are screaming every time there's a new one, they go crazy. And oh they my, sometimes rock right. star like no, Bon no, no. Jovi people, who? honey, <gasps> honey, ah. people. So my friend was like, this is literally, so my friend performs there and <laughs> I've been to other shows at 54 and I'm like, right. Like you've never, like, this isn't how other shows go. And he's like, I've never seen it like this. Like people go batshit. Cause it's a small room crazy for the countess. 
and she walks around. People go batshit crazy as yes. As if she's Bon Jovi. Yes. Okay. I know that you're obviously a fan. You know, what's funny is one of my questions for you was going to be, which is a silly question to ask now, because we know that you love her is that she was ranked the number one housewife by TV guide. And I was going to ask if you agree, but clearly, you know, it seems like you do. When was this ranking? Was it recent or? Yes. Yes. I mean, that's the thing. So that's where it's like, I start to have an attitude of like, this one doesn't want to come on my show. This one has like, I don't care. Personal. However you rank it. I'm sorry. Luann DeLaceps, whether you love her or hate her. Like that's where I'm like, let me take my emotion out of it. She's definitely in the top 10 of all time of housewives, whether you love her or hate her. When you get to the legends, when you get to the hierarchy of who's ahead of who, Luann's in the top 10 hands down I mean number one that's great but like even if that changes it's like she's a top 10 housewife period the end she's how about performer how about like how is she as a performer like say she wasn't a housewife say she was going to auditions off Broadway like talk because wasn't she a nurse and then obviously like she has had so many evolutions so how was her performing or do you think that part of the hype and the adoration is because people know her from housewives you know what I mean if you could separate the two I feel well look most of it is the hype from the housewives it is okay 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 and whoever else was on stage fair enough but I have seen her show for like now like however many years I feel there is an evolution in like this look it started at 54 now when she tours it's at big theaters not Madison Square Garden but like big theaters (laughs) so like I feel that I notice a change in her like listen when if Whenever it ends, Roni or for her, she's like a Bethany. Now she doesn't have that level of success, but she has a real career. This isn't like Ramona Pina Grigio. Like Luann really (laughs) makes money. It's like actual real money. I don't think she wants to lose her $1 million a year from Roni, but Luann has a life at when this ends, she has a life. She has a real career. So, wow. Like that is so hard. That's who, who has that? I'm not talking about your fucking three wick, two wick candles. I'm talking about like an actual real sustainable year, several years. So Luann just has that, whether it's luck or whatever, she's, that's a great thing, right? She's on a very short list. I have one for you though. And this is going to make the listeners behind the velvet rope. Maybe Listen, feel a type of way. Okay. You like, you don't have to love her. Like I'm not like, trust me, there's lots of housewives I don't love, but go on. Okay. Who do you see being a genuinely better entertainer and having a, you know, stand alone entertain and, you know, longevity of an entertainment career now? Okay. The Countess or Pretty Mess? I, that's what I thought you were going to ask. Listen, it's because I've seen that Pretty Mess tour. Oh, I've seen it. Oh, you have? Oh, honey, I've seen it twice. Okay. I feel... I mean, the difference, and I'm not trying to knock because I don't know, but like the difference is like Luann, this is real money. And so like Luann ain't, you know, going into debt. And I believe, I mean, I could be wrong, but I remember when I saw the Pretty Mess tour before all this stuff came out, this is before Erica's controversy with Tom and drama, Mm -hmm, mm -hmm, just mm -hmm. way back when I saw it, 
Mm-hmm. I was like, holy shit, this is costing Tom Girardi a ton of money. That was a, literally, this is like- the smoke this is in the a, mirrors this is and a the con- spectacle. And dancers, the- honey, she has like yes. 12 hot male backup dancers. And like, I mean, mm-hmm. okay, you have a bus. Maybe you're not flying private with all, it doesn't matter. Like this shit, costume changes, Mikey's there. Like this is costing a lot of money. So I feel if the pretty mess, but it was- so epic in a different way. So epic. I have so to this, say, okay. like, and I don't, so I mean, if Erica, like Luann does this as a career when she's not filming, if Erica did a real thing, she keeps teasing. She is, she keeps posting a picture of herself on stage with a microphone, black and white. And she says, hashtag coming soon. I mean, yeah, is there going to be another pretty mess tour? I mean, mama would make money. I mean, mind you, she also had a meet and greet. I guarantee you, if she had a meet and greet, it would sell out. I guarantee you, they would, I guarantee you somebody would come out because this is how it works. As you know, with all this stuff, meet and greets, they'd be like, folks, we have a few announcements, mm-hmm. you know, under no circumstances are you to ask Erica any questions about, like, you wouldn't be allowed. And if you do, we will re- re- like, we will remove you. You will not get your money back. And you know, then not one person would, you, you just can't. So I think if Erica had mm-hmm. a tour, included that meet and greet again, People would go, but I mean, I guarantee you there'd be an announcement. You cannot ask anything. Like Miss Girardi is taking pictures. Miss Jane is taking pictures and really not, not commenting on anything about anything. Please, you know, say hello, tell like, her you love her and move on. You might Which as well is, go to Madame Tussauds. Like you might you're as talking well. To a- oh, honey, I, I did like four <laughs> meet and greets with Brittany you might as well have gone to Madame Tussauds. Like, no, Brittany, like, Brittany, don't you're going to get more info out of this pad. Like, exactly. So, but I do think, like, if Erica did this, like Luann did, and really was like, this is my moneymaker, she could, it's, it's a real thing. She could make money. I do. I think, I so think the fact different. that everyone hates That's her, fair. so different. I mean, Erica's is like, listen, it's a gay man's dream. It's like, she is right. Like, legs spread rolling around hair and I think the fact that everyone despises her and there's victims I don't know if that would really translate I think when she was in your town you would show up and you couldn't look away and that's just what I think maybe I'm wrong maybe I'm wrong but I don't I don't think so I think if Erica put herself out there in these towns people would go, especially if you threw that meet and greet in there. Oh yeah. I think people would go. Mm-hmm. So they're like, they're different. They're different. I think Luann's is the, it, better in the sense of it's a legitimate business that she really look Luann. I mean, all these women love talking about themselves, but Luann loves Luann. And that is not a knock. <laughs> Luann loves Luann. And so this is what she is just like, she said to me before, this is what I was born to do. She loves it. The adoration, the script, like she just loves it up there. So she's natural now and she's just gracious and she's fun. And there's like little jokes in there. Like, you know, I just got back from girls trip. There's also a Q and a, there's always a Q and a. Oh, that's cute. That's cute. That's cute. So you can ask questions. The difference this time is someone comes around and says, blah, blah, blah. I have the microphone when it's your turn. Like this is before the show. You know, if you have something, raise your hand. They said, listen, we have to keep it up. I thought they were, I was like waiting for them to say like, you can't ask about Bethany. They said, you can ask about any cast member, anything they're like. I'm like, you can ask about the Roni ratings. This guy looked at me like, I was like, I'm just kidding. Like, I, I know her. Like, I'm not asking, I'm not asking anything. But 
I mean, really be careful because that's what someone, but he's like, no, you, you can't ask about, you can't say like the time, like your grandmother died and you were listening to her song. He's like, nothing, <laughs> nothing that brings the mood down. So the countess has some rules now for the Q and A. You can't, that you can so ask about anything cool. except nothing sad that will bring the world uh, down. Thank God. You know what? Thank you, Luann. If you are listening to this, because you know what, bitch, lay down the groundwork. I actually, just before we hopped on here, I shot an episode of my podcast, Cancel Me Baby. And I talked about this depressing, bleak Sex in the City reboot. And on brand with what we're talking about, it's like, I'm sorry, did we ask to be depressed more? No, bitch, we're living through it. I don't need to see it in my entertainment. No, thank you. So thank you, Luann, for like setting the rules that we need, because I'm not trying to cry into my pillow you know going to your show watching this content i try coming up in the new year i will get slammed for two guests i have coming up together i try when people first of all when people talk politics i i don't censor i don't care what your beliefs are pro and i but i let you but i will let you finish your sentence and i just change the subject when people talk about covid but i have a show coming up where it's two gas and it, like the bus went off the highway and David from behind the velvet rope, it took a minute. Like, you know, I normally can drive the bus back on the highway. Uh, these two what, went wild and they talked so much shit about COVID. Look, come for them. Don't come for Give me. us a hint. Give us a hint, David. It's come on. two You people. can't leave us on the okay, edge of our seats like this. This is the only like hint I'm going to give you. It's two <laughs> very outspoken people in the housewives world that- Orange County. Have- Orange County strong beliefs on everything and look there are two guests that like i'm lucky to get because they don't shut up and they say crazy shit but i was like oh enough covid let's go we have yeah 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 we're over it yeah it's kelly dodd no but we you should have sent them to cancel me baby for the after party because you know i'm all about that like speak you would have said shut the fuck up or whatever you would have been like okay enough like pick it up and be nice <laughs> but yeah look at i you, said Dex. it before i let everybody speak their truth it's mm-hmm. not my hour it's mm-hmm. like i'm not here to like people always comment like fuck this one fuck that one and i'm so i'm like i don't i don't care you could hate the guest like it's i'm not my job it is not like we have different you and i have different angles my angle is like it's not my job to give an opinion to disagree it's just it's for them to speak their truth and for everyone else to love them or hate them and that is just and that guys is how i get all the fucking tea for you because that's the way you but, do it but that's what no but i like that because you have all of these you know outlets now trying to get a certain narrative trying to get this trying to get that and that's why i appreciate what you do because it's like can these people just talk you don't have to agree but let them talk because they're getting filtered with everything else. So at least on your platform, you know, how did we get in a world where everyone is supposed to fucking agree on how, how is it that you hate every single person that just has a different view? I'm so not that person. I could be best. I'm like best friends with someone that has morally strong, offensive views that are different than mine. And I can still be your friend because one-on-one you are there for me and I am there for you. And that, I don't care if your other views, I might find vile, but that doesn't mean that we can't be friends. So I don't know. Everyone else is gone somewhere. I am on a short list, maybe with you and a few others. We are on this island together. I mean, that's the premise of my show, right? It's like, cancel me, baby. I dare you, bitch. I'm going to say what I have to say. So you know what, David, we'll hold it down as the real ones. And that's just what it'll be. 
you just don't care either. No, so it no. was like a good, so listen, like she does have, if you don't, if you're not into housewives, she has skills. She has skills and it's fun and it is a cabaret. Yes, Do you know also, and I knew this before last night, like this, this is, Luann is the biggest selling artist in the 54 below history. Like out of everyone they've ever had there, currently have there, in between the pandemic, oh they have people from Broadway. She is the number one selling ticket sales ever. Wow. That period. The Countess. Isn't it right? funny? To, it's funny to think about too, because you're like, listen, the ego's there. The narcissism is there. Like even in an intermission, we are seeing a Luann slideshow, but there's a part of me that's like, it's paying off clearly because she is just not, she's just shameless and she ain't hiding it. And it also seems like well, she's that's coming out is. swinging after this pandemic. Cause you're like, it is better than ever. Well, that's what it is. <laughs> it's like she, Luann's brand, like if you watch the TV, like Ramona's brand is just like, she can be an asshole to everyone. And you know, people still take it. Luann's brand is kind of like, she is all about Luann. And she doesn't mean to be. That's what makes it so endearing. Do you know what I mean? Like, it's just, I don't know. So it's, it literally is the same land that you think you're going to see. And she's just, so then like during, so also during the show, she shouted out Leah, she shouted out Nicole Miller was there, the designer. Uh And then after that, she said, and this is where I mean, like she said, I mean, I didn't speak to her before the show. I texted her to say, Hey, I'm coming to your show tonight, blah, blah, blah. She didn't, you know, she didn't text me back. And I was like, I, during the show, she said, oh, and David Yontef is here. David from, what was the name? You know, she doesn't remember. She's like, David has a huge podcast. And David, and then someone ran over to me with a microphone behind the velvet rope. Now, Luann, to, to do that, I did not ask. She didn't tell me she was going to do that. That to me is beyond, beyond, like, uh, that's loyalty. Like, I love it. I mean, she is on the stage saying, and David, in addition to Leah McSweeney and Nicole Miller, David Yonsef is here and he has a huge podcast. What's the name of it? And I mean, at this point I've drunk, which we'll get into. And then someone comes over with the mic. So, I mean, I say behind the velvet rope. I don't know. Do I get one listener from that? Maybe. It's certainly not something the woman had to do, right? So, I mean, that is a class fucking act. And I will always, yeah, always be team land for that move alone like mm-hmm. I mean I was that's so classy again success success real successful people you know I mean you're shouting out my fucking podcast from the stage and like I mean I didn't even think she knew I was there like she I mean she I t- texted her I'm like Luann's not checking her text so nice and so lovely um I love to hear that go 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 you but that's the other thing you know you have your one martini and then like look I'm not gonna have one drink of course I need a second drink Right. Do I always, do I need that third martini? Did I need it? Did I need it? Yeah. So how long is the show? Oh, that's the other thing at 54 below for any artist. It is, there's two shows a night, not, not Luann's the second show. It's another show. So they don't play around. It is a one hour show. You ain't getting any more of whoever that performer is. So at seven o'clock, Luann comes on at eight o'clock, Luann's <gasps> off. So yeah, I had three more. Seven fifty nine. Right. Say goodbye. Say your goodbyes. Yeah. Say your goodbyes. So I'm like, <laughs> yeah, I'm not sure. So there are moments that are fuzzy. I'm gonna be honest. I'm gonna be honest. There are moments where that third martini just makes it all brown and black, and the memory slips. Now she ends with money, you know, with money can't buy you class, and but it's like a different version. It's like a rock version, and this is where people are lost fucking their on their got lost their mind going. That shit crazy. 
So that's like where they like are my, crowd surfing. Right. No. There, there's a mosh pit. Fucking crazy. <laughs> and I'm just like, and then when it's over, of course I'm drunk and I'm like, it was great. And I'm like, this is a legend people. This is, I'm telling the people that are now sitting with us that I just described, I'm like, this is a fucking legend. So I, I got a little, I got on the Luann train. Then I was texting Elise Lane. You know, she was on, she was the friend of on Real Housewives two years ago that Ramona brought on and they hate each other now. She's friends with Leah. So I was texting her at the beginning of the night saying like, Leah's here and Luann's a legend. And I think Elise was not interested in me talking about what a legend <laughs> Luann is. Like, she's just like, ah, what? She's like, she's not a legend to me. And I'm like, okay, Elise, well, she's a legend to me. But yeah, you're like, it's Leah, but Leah and Elise are friends. See there, I'm giving you guys tea. So, and then Leah, who was sitting alone, eventually was joined by two guys. Let me tell you, let me tell you, Miss McSweeney can bank. These guys, one of them was decent and the other was fucking hot. So then I was oh. telling Elise, I was like, oh, and by the way, Leah's like, Leah's here. And she's like, you went to see Luann again? Because I had dinner with Elise last week. I'm like, no, 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 I never, I was telling you this was the night I was going. I didn't go again. And I'm like, she's like, oh, is, is Leah's guy young? And I'm like, yeah. So I mean, apparently Elise knows who this guy is. Because Elise and Leah are very close in real life. So Miss McSweeney was with a guy. So then the show was over and we said goodbye to our new friends. And I'm like, listen to the podcast. And then I said to my friend, come on, let's go to the green room. I mean, I could have probably brought these two, but I'm like, it's not my place. And like, we went to the green room. There was Leah, mm -hmm. there was Nicole Miller. And that's where I drunkenly was like, you know, Luann, like you didn't have to shut. Like that's, I mean, come on. Like that was so, and she's like, keep supporting me from the beginning. So, so I did get a picture. My friend didn't hold the phone up high enough. It's a horrible picture, but I'm going to post it anyway. But yeah. I mean, yeah, literally for do. everybody out there who wants a review, I mean, look, go and see it. Like it's going to entertain you. It's housewives talk. You can ask anything during the Q and a. That's what I was going to ask. What was the, why, like what fan was just balls to the wall, like wild question, wild moment, or was it all sort of, you know, it's so all far. like, it's all like, you know, nobody asked about next season or like the ratings or when is Roni going to come back and when are we going to know nothing like that. It was just more like, you know, is Ramona really as awful as, you know, we all think and like and? stuff about girls trip. You know, listen, Luann, that's the thing about Luann. She, she always, she gives that professional answer. Like Luann mm -hmm. has a way of just, like when she was on my show, at one time I said like, you know, if you could, couldn't invite someone back, who would it be? And she's like, no, Dolly. I wouldn't be an OG if I answered questions like that. Oh my God, drop the mic. Perfect answer. Yeah, done. And yep. it's said in the Luann Genius. way and you're like, yeah, this is brilliant. So that's why like when Luann comes on my show, like I'm not, I, I, I can't go there. She's not, she'll never get dirty, dirty. That's just her thing and it works for her. Mm -hmm. So, but from a review, there you go. I was drunk. Leah was there with a cute boy texting Elise. Elise did not no. want to hear about how I was calling Luann a legend and icon. <laughs> Listen, I'm, I'm like a happy drunk guys. And then we saw Luann afterwards and she's going on tour in 2022. And, the and how was the good. green room set the seat? Like, were there snacks? Did Luann herself have a, a, you know, cocktail? Like, like we're right there. Well, Luann did from the stage, take a sip of her Frosé. She's, she has a Frosé and non-alcoholic. So no, and that is the thing. I've been in the green room every time back in the day there was champagne when you walked up to nope there's no liquor in the green room nor would i think any is allowed like if i had my drink and i, I don't i wouldn't have taken it 
Mm-hmm. I mean, I was drunk. I might have taken it, but I think I was still like, oh shit, I shouldn't. Have. So it's like, no, there's no alcohol in the green room. No, no snacks. snacks, snacks, no hot guys. Okay. Leah's guy was hot, but yeah. was there any other hot guys? I mean, I wanted to talk to Nicole Miller, who's kind of a legend in the fashion world. <laughs> was there any hot guys? No, I think that, I mean, the guy that goes around and asks the questions, which is like her new person in the show that does that is kind of like a step up. He's cute, cute guy. I think I thought the hottest guy was the young little child that was sitting with us. And that's all. That and matters. by child, I mean 26, which I mean, I'll stand by. That's, that's Listen, the job it's is, but... all that matters. You know, I love an age gap. Erica Jane loves an age. You know, we're here like for it and you're gap. texting. That's Listen, all that matters. I'd like to date age appropriate and lots of money doesn't seem to happen for me. And so therefore we are just daddy. David is in the house. This seems to be what everybody wants from me. Mm-hmm. 2022. Um, so but that is, you know, that is the review and the next show is going to be different. But I mean, I even told Luann, like she said, did you notice it was all different? Like, and I was like, holy shit. And I was like, listen, this is the best show I've ever seen of yours. And she's like, I know. So <laughs> Luann realizes it's changed. Shameless. Like they just, it's better than it ever has been. I, I, I can't explain it. It's, and now it's not going to be Christmas songs when, you know, it comes back. Right. But it's just, I think she just is in her, She's used to it and the songs are different and like they've worked out the kinks. Right, right, right. And good for her because, you know, everybody is like, yeah, yeah. And everybody is like tired and depressed. The last two years have been hell. And it's like good for her for like seemingly coming out of this pandemic. Like she's coming out guns blazing, coming out swinging. She rested up. She did what she had to do better than ever. It's like, I'm here for that. And for anyone who's never seen Luann in person, I mean, she literally is drop dead gorgeous. Like there's a couple of these housewives. I mean, they're all really, but some are just stunning. Like Luann is literally just, just what you think in the Giovanni, the slit all the way up, showing the leg. I don't know. It's Mm -hmm. just, yeah. How old is she? Definitely late fifties. She's not 60, late fifties. Like okay. Maybe. This is so on brand literally in my, the podcast episode I shot today that I was telling you about, I was talking about this very idea and how in the sex in the city back to that really quick, that reboot, how they're acting like they're freaking geriatric and in an assisted living home. And they're supposed to be in their fifties. They have like, you know, I don't know what is going on. They got like the gray hair, hearing loss, all these problems. And I'm like, listen, JLo who's on a stripper pole did not sign up for this she would be reeling and now we can you know put Luann in that camp too it's like no bitch since when I'm sorry I'm not trying to have you know this situation in my 50s I'm trying to be thriving pussy popping on a stage like Luann you know Erica's 50 you know like say what you want I mean no listen I'm not going down without a fight like I'll be I'm yeah like I'm gonna I'm gonna do what I have to to the bitter end and I give Lots of credit to people that don't do anything. Like Drew Barrymore is on air aging and basically saying like, I'm not, I'm not, I'm not interested in Botox now. So I literally give like props to anyone out there. I'm not shaming anyone. I wish that I had that much character as a human being. I don't, I'm sadly too superficial and I will literally get this face filled and get shots in my forehead (laughs) till the end of time and do everything I have to. And anyone that doesn't, it's not like I'm looking down upon you. I'm actually looking up at you because you are way more of a self-actualized human being than I am. It's Bef- just an attitude. It's just an attitude. Like the idea that in your fifties, like you can have sixties, whatever it is, like have life and be energized, you know, whatever Botox or not. It's like, 
you know, so you know, I, I love it. You know what I was going to say before I change the subject? Two things. One, I have somebody coming up from uh, Sex in the City. Boom, drop that bomb. Someone pretty major is coming up on this podcast and already recorded. And I had someone that I just recorded from Ultimate Girls Trip who was talking about Ramona in the shower being naked, just to your point. And I said, well, Luann was naked. She flashed that towel. And this housewife, I hate, I never like to tell guests before they actually are on the rope, but this, but the person I recorded, she was like, yeah, but there's something about Luann naked and that European like darling. She's like, it's just okay. And I'm like, say no more. I, I get exactly what you mean. Cause I'm like, here you are like in shock that you saw Ramona. I mean, you saw Luann too. She, she was naked and she was like, yeah, but isn't it that that's just Luann and she's like European and free. And I'm like, oh yeah, exactly. Exactly. So how is it that the, the countess is just, she has that sex appeal, men, women, everyone loves the countess. So it's an attitude. It's an attitude, but no drinking. And I saw that and that's the Leah gossip. So see the show guys. Sorry to go on and on. This wasn't meant to be like anyone that hates Luann. This wasn't meant to convert you. That's like an honest thing of how the show was. And I think, listen, I went not, like I didn't want to like it. Like I've already seen it. And I'm just like, okay, I'm gonna go. I'm gonna have a nice night. I fucking loved it. So this isn't like I had an ulterior motive. Like I went from like telling these kids, you'll get so excited when it comes on. Don't worry. Telling my friend, just, you know, you'll have fun. And then she comes on and I'm like fucking screaming on top of my lungs. So David, <laughs> fucking check yourself in the corner because you are, you are not cooler than anyone else here. That's a super fan of Luann. You ain't nothing. There you go. Brushing the stage, you know, the whole thing. We, we had an icon amongst us, people. An icon that is known as Countess Luann. Thanks for tuning in to part one of our sit-down chat with Taylor Ferber. And now we're about to get into tomorrow, our top pop culture and housewives moments of the year and our least favorite. We literally go through what we were living for and thankful for, what we were not thankful for, and what we like kind of could take or leave, you know? I mean, we talk about some R-H-O-B-H, we throw on some Potomac, we really cover every franchise. So tomorrow, this conversation shifts from the Countess, a very Countess Christmas, to the housewives and pop culture moments we were thankful for, not thankful for, and those, eh, we can kind of take or leave. It's a really fun conversation, and Taylor and I even have one thing out of all the things that happened We have one particular thing in common. It's really funny. So stay tuned. That is coming tomorrow. And then we kind of have a wrap up for the year, guys. I mean, listen, we have all episodes throughout the end of the year. But tomorrow we kind of do a summary and close out the whole year. So stay tuned and listen to this tomorrow. Thanks for listening to yet another episode of Behind the Velvet Rope. Because without you listeners, I would just be a crazy person with voices in my head. And if you like what you hear, subscribe, subscribe, subscribe on Apple Podcasts under Behind the Velvet Rope. And when you're done subscribing, feel free to leave a five-star write-up review because the write-up reviews actually count. We read each and every one of them. We post the best ones and the reviews really help our shows keep going. And we really appreciate everything you guys say especially the positive ones. And if you want to find us online, we're at Behind Velvet Rope on Instagram. We are at David Yontef on Instagram. 
We're behind the Velvet Rope on Apple Podcasts. Or head on over to Patreon, because you know what? There are just some things we can't talk about here. So for our bonus episodes, go to Patreon and type in Behind the Velvet Rope. And if you still aren't sick of me and you want more David, go to Cameo and book me on Cameo. And you can ask me anything there. I'll answer whatever you want. And I have a bargain basement price of $10. Thank you guys. See you soon.